Hi everyone, I'm Jason Scorse and welcome to another episode of Dispatch from the Zombie Apocalypse. I hope everybody is doing great. Although, if you have been paying attention to the news in the United States, particularly the rulings from the Supreme Court in the last couple weeks, it's hard to have a smile. Unless you're a Christian fascist, then you, I guess, might be happy. But I'm presuming my listeners here are not Christian fascists. And so the title of today's episode is Uncle Clarence and the Other Fascist Five Are Just Getting Started. Now, I want to just be clear here that there are center-right politicians, ideologies, individuals, theories, judicial rulings that I would respect, right? I am not an ideological extremist, but I like facts, reason, and truth, And the string of horrible anti-democratic and extremist decisions coming from this court, they do not deserve respect. Calling them fascist and extremist and radical is the truth. It's not based on opinion. It's based on fact. And I will point out a number of ways that this is fact. But there are a lot of other people doing the analysis showing how the reasoning is hypocritical, shoddy, full of holes, or just outright lies. The Supreme Court now, with a 6-3 right-wing extremist majority, doesn't fucking care. They're giving the finger to the American people and saying, fucking stop us. I dare you. I have a lifetime appointment. Fucking stop us. We'll do whatever the fuck we want. Uncle Clarence is a derogatory term that a bunch of people started saying after the Dobbs decision overturning Roe versus Wade, and it is a play on the Uncle Tom motif and expression, which is, you know, a black person who does white people's bidding. And now people are saying it should be Uncle Clarence. Well, a couple things, points on this. First of all, the book Uncle Tom's Cabin, where this, the, this phrase originally came from, is a great book. Highly recommend reading it. And Uncle Tom in that is a really a great character and a really a sympathetic character. And I don't find him at all in the book to be kind of doing the white man's bidding, especially in an unjust way. And supposedly, if you read about where the Uncle Tom or just a Tom, that negative derogatory phrase came from, it was actually in later depictions of the character from Uncle Tom's Cabin, where it came from. But anyway, I thought it was unfair. When I read Uncle Tom's Cabin, I was like, hey, Uncle Tom seems pretty cool. How is this a derogatory statement? But given that it's in the kind of the lexicon, we need to officially now go Uncle Clarence because Uncle Clarence is the biggest white supremacist in the United States. In the last episode, I broke it down how black people can be white supremacists. Asians can be white supremacists. Women can be in favor of white patriarchy, right? It's just about the the views you hold, not whether you are a white man. 
And Clarence Thomas has come out and said explicitly that unless the framers of the Constitution explicitly said it, it can't be consistent. So as long as plutocratic white slave owners said it, it's okay. If plutocratic white slave owners did not explicitly spell it out, it's not okay. Now, of course, this is also bullshit because throughout the decisions of the last week, they just pulled shit out of their ass. And that had nothing to do with what the framers said. But even the theoretical underpinnings of what Thomas says is just directly white supremacy. He wants to make America bend to the wills of white slave owners and white slave owners only. He said explicitly that after overturning Roe versus Wade, he wants you know, to overturn gay rights and also laws criminalizing gay sex. He wants it to be okay for states to pass laws to criminalize private sexual behavior between gay people. He wants to make it so that contraception is not a right within healthcare. Right? So again, he is a Christian fascist, but he's also a white supremacist. So I think Uncle Clarence is a great meme. Now, ironically, just to show you how these things work, right? as soon as Samuel Jackson, some celebrities, people on Twitter started saying Uncle Clarence, people started throughout the media, particularly the right wing, said the left is using racist attacks on Clarence Thomas. Because again, remember, the right wing is deeply racist, so they need to project their racism onto others. So they never will miss an opportunity to say the left is being racist. No, 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 I'm not being racist. I am stating a fact that Clarence Thomas supports white supremacy. And therefore, as a black man supporting the power of white plutocrats over the rest of society, he is doing the white man's bidding and hence the Uncle Clarence term. This is fact, right? Now, again, let's move on here from the Clarence Thomas bit for a moment. Um, But I just want to say here is that, you know, the level of gaslighting and lying and dishonesty of this court is really kind of breathtaking. It really is a completely illegitimate, illegitimate fascist entity, right? Remember, Clarence Thomas almost didn't even get the seat because he had sexually harassed Anita Hill, and it turns out other women. He lied about that. So he, from the day of his confirmation hearings, he was a liar, right? We know Brett Kavanaugh lied repeatedly in his hearings about references to his, you know, to his past drinking, his sexual behavior, etc. We know multiple justices who got up and said, Roe versus Wade, settled law. What does settled law mean? It means we're not going to overturn it. And then the first opportunity they got, they overturned it. So the point being, you can't have faith in an institution where the key actors will just blatantly lie under oath, right? They're fucking liars. Now, is is, is there anyone who never lies? Of course not. I've lied. I lie. But the, the issue is whether it's of substance. Am I lying that, hey, you know, I'm running a few minutes late because my baby is sick, or is it because I was on the phone or something, right? You know, those are white lies. Who cares? It's not substantively, doesn't matter. I'm not a saint. But I don't lie the big stuff, right? If I'm under oath and people are asking my opinions on stuff, I'm going to tell them the truth under anything, right? But again, these are liars, right? And a couple things just to point out here. There's so much insanity in what they did but let me just point out a few things. Someone pointed this out to me, by the way, which is that in when the Second Amendment was written, 
the only type of firearm that existed was muskets. And muskets, those old bullets didn't even exist. Bullets didn't even exist for 50 or 60 years later. Muskets are those balls that you have to kind of put in the gun. You have to put gunpowder. It's a, it's a timely process, right? So all this notion about the Second Amendment basically being unrestricted access to assault weapons and concealed handguns cannot possibly be true since those things didn't even exist when, when the amendment was written. So again, just pure lies, right? If you're an originalist, all it applies to is muskets, right? If you really want to be a fucking originalist, you say, hey, you can have as many muskets as you want. Not assault weapons, not semi-automatic weapons, not concealed handguns. It's nothing to do with the Second Amendment. That's just historical fact. Now, again, I'm not one of these people that thinks we should try to look and get in the mind of the framers and exactly, that's just fucking stupid. That's the 1700s. We're in 21st century here. So it's just fucking stupid anyway. But if you're going to play that game, you got to at least try to play it for real. Another point I just want to mention here. Alito, in his opinion, refers to doctors who perform abortions as abortionists. This is right-wing, like, extremist language, right? The people, the, the people who perform abortions are medical doctors from the best medical schools throughout all the country, right? Calling them abortionists? It's not like that's all they do. You know, abortion is one of their medical procedures that they do. But like to not even call them doctors. I mean, think about how medieval that is. But also the, the, the key thing is he goes out of his way. This, is, this decision is only about abortion. It's only about abortion. No other rights. Although he creates the legal framework to overturn a bunch of other rights. So that's the first thing. But putting that aside... Uncle Clarence writes a concurring opinion saying he wants to take away other other rights. So Alito, while he's literally imploring you to say, no, 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 there's no other rights, his colleague is in a concurring opinion saying they want to take he wants to take away other rights. So it's just like it's just insanity. It's just insanity. Now, what they are doing, again, is imposing their own form of religious oppression on a supposedly secular society, right? They are doing what the right wing supposedly says it hates, right? There's nothing to get the right wing more crazy than Sharia law, Muslims imposing Sharia law, right? You literally have states passing laws against Sharia law where there aren't even any, barely any Muslims, right? All white states, are, they're, they're so, so paranoid of religious law. But that's exactly what you guys are fucking doing. But again, remember, as long as if it's white Christians doing it, it's okay. Hence the white supremacy, the Christian fascism, right? Brown people, black people doing it bad. Muslims doing it bad. White Christians doing it okay. So, of course, you know, Uncle Clarence is the worst among these. Alito is a close second. I mean, that motherfucker is truly evil. But in fact, I'm going to say I think... Chief Justice Roberts is perhaps the most dangerous of this fascist cabal. He has that kind of aw shucks demeanor that makes people think he's a moderate, right? He always looks like he's kind of uncomfortable and like, hey, why are you talking to me? I'm just an umpire. I just call balls and strikes. He's not. He's the architect of the biggest disabling of voting rights in the last half century. He's a radical. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing who is working overtime, overtime, to destroy American democracy and take away rights, right? The three crucial decisions 
citizens uniting, making unlimited money in politics, because money is speech, right? That's what the framers of the Constitution thought when they said freedom of speech was corporations that didn't even exist when the First Amendment was written would could, could flood the system with unlimited money. Yeah, right. That, that's what it meant. Then, of course, he gutted the Voting Rights Act. Then he said gerrymandering, perfectly fine. Politicians choosing their voters make it so that you win a majority of the state, but you get 30% of the seats. Hey, that's fine, right? He is a true radical monster. And again, the fact that most people don't see it, and he kind of tries to say, I'm trying to soften the edges of my radical colleagues. And again, though, note, even though he wrote a, a kind of a, a little dissent in the Dobbs decision, the abortion decision, he voted with the majority. He could have said, this is going too far, I'm voting against it, but he voted for it. So that's the tell, too. I don't give a fuck what you say about, oh, well, I wish they hadn't gone too far. You voted for it. You fucking voted for it, right? And then, finally, you know, the EPA decision, where they literally said that the 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 EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, can't regulate greenhouse gases, right? It's, the, it's based on the Clean Air Act. Greenhouse gases are a pollutant, right? They're destroying a stable climate. And the West Virginia that sued the EPA was suing about a law that had not even come to effect, into effect. One of the key legal doctrines of everything is you have to have standing. You have to show that you were harmed by a law in order to sue against it. How can you have standing if the law didn't even go into effect? Right? Again, they're just pulling shit out of their asses right, to try to destroy the administrative state and take away the power to regulate industry because they're corporate plutocrats, right? You know, the gun decision where it make it easier to, you know, to hold concealed weapons, again, just insanity, right? This is after, you know, major gun massacres and our country's response is let's make it easier to have guns, right? So, Uncle Clarence and the other fascist five that make up the six extremists of the Christian fascist right are true monsters. And Roberts is particularly bad because he's also begging Republicans to simply lie and cheat better and then he'll rubber stamp it. The Trump administration did so much outrageous shit that he just he, you, he was saying openly, just do it quietly. Don't announce that you're racist. Don't announce that you want to disenfranchise people. Just put it in nice legal language. Don't say anything. Don't tweet anything. And we'll rubber stamp it. You could tell he was frustrated. He's like, we're on the same team. We want to take black and brown people's rights away. We want to destroy democracy. But come on, don't, don't announce it openly. We've got to do this behind the scenes, quietly, guys. Don't you know? Right? And now that they have this six, they have a supermajority in, in, in the court, um, and unless the Democrats expand the court or some of the right-wingers die soon, they're going to have domination over the court system for decades to come. And these they just don't give a fuck, right? And it's going to get a lot worse. There's some cases upcoming where they're going to make it even easier for people to gerrymander, take away voting rights, take away voter protections, and do whatever they can to lock in minority right-wing rule in the country. That's the game plan. That's what they're doing. And unless there is strong pushback, it's only going to get a lot worse. So after the break, I'll come back with how we got into this mess and just a little intro on how we might be able to get out.
Okay. So as always, let's deal with facts here. I deal with reality and facts, not just wild speculation here. So how do we get into this mess? Let's just give credit where credit is due. The right wing has been methodically working on this project for decades. They are evil, incredibly anti-democratic, authoritarian, theocratic, cultish, and fascist. But they are not stupid. They knew that they could use culture war issues to cover up their true intent, which is minority rule and corporate plutocratic power. Remember, the GOP is a white grievance cult in the service of plutocracy. That's what they are. And just to back this up, there's a long-standing kind of anecdote and comment about the Federalist Society, right? The Federalist Society is the right-wing kind of judicial society that grooms these right-wing extremists for all the federal courts. And at these meetings, they almost never talk about gay marriage or abortion. And again, you can look this up. It's been on a number of podcasts. You can look at minutes and meetings of Federalist, you know, um, society discussions. They, they don't talk about the stuff that really is in the news a lot, right? What do they talk about at these gatherings? They talk about federal regulations, unions, corporate taxes, voting rights, Right, The stuff that the public and the news almost never co- covers, but which is their true agenda. Right, Use evangelical Christians and their you know, extremist ideology to vote for right-wing judges. Promise them that you'll roll back abortion rights, which they just did. I'll give them that. They did. Took them 50 years. So they milked that one for 50 years to do what they really wanted, which destroy unions, destroy voting rights, and increase corporate power. And they use the culture war issues to get that. And again, they've been very successful. I have to give it to them. Again, they're evil to the core, but but they've been successful. We have to acknowledge that. But let's not forget that luck played a big role, right? You know, the former president shouldn't have won the election, probably if James Comey hadn't violated every norm of the Department of Justice and mentioned a, a renewed bullshit bogus investigation into Hillary Clinton six days before the fucking election. Trump wouldn't have won and then the court wouldn't be where it is today, right? And then of course it got worse because Trump won and then Ruth Bader Ginsburg died in the last months of his term. And that was kind of the nail in the coffin to give this 6-3 supermajority. So look, they were prepared for the moment, and they took advantage of it, um, And but they caught some big breaks there. It wasn't, you know, it could have gone the other way, but they did catch some big breaks, and this is a good example of the universe rewarding evil, right? So if there's any karma out there, it certainly doesn't seem to be working really well because it seems to be rewarding the evil factions and not the good ones. Now, the other side of the coin here is that the left and Democrats more generally definitely played themselves and really dropped the fucking ball, right? They have been completely unprepared and they never waged a counteroffensive for, uh, you know, a a left-leaning judicial system. There is no leftist version of the Federalist Society that grooms lawyers and legal scholars to be right-wing extremists. There's no version of that for the progressives to actually expand rights and to, you know, expand the progressive vision. Right. Then we can get into some specifics. Right. Obama and the Democrats let Mitch McConnell block tons of Obama nominees and never give them a hearing way before the Garland one. 
so that he could keep all these vacancies so that Trump or the next Republican president could get them. And as I mentioned, the, the theft of the Garland Supreme Court vacancy um, that was then followed by a 180-degree you know, complete hypocrisy when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, the way the Democrats handled that was just political fucking malpractice, period, right? I mean, Obama never even called it theft, never made it a big deal. Again, like I said, he should have just, you know, in the recess, just, in, you know, installed Garland on the court. I mean, he needed to play hardball, and he didn't. They just didn't, they just didn't fucking take it seriously. And so while the right wing is to blame, because obviously the evil institutions and, and people who are literally trying to dismantle our democracy are the main villains here, the left shares some blame because you don't bring a knife to a fucking gunfight. You have to play fucking hardball. And nothing I'm saying here is illegal, right? And technically, nothing that the Republicans did is illegal. But that's because we live in a white supremacist, plutocratic state in which basically the things that are illegal and illegal have nothing to do with justice or right and wrong. They have to do things that are legal are things that help the white plutocratic state. Things that are illegal tend to be the things that work against the white plutocratic state, right? It's that simple. It has nothing to do with right and wrong or just or unjust. Now, there are a couple of ways that we can reverse this. They're all long-term, and I will discuss them more in later, in, you know, in detail in later episodes. But of course, expanding the court. The Constitution is completely fine. We could have 200 Supreme Court justices. So there is ample room for expanding the court. There's also something less talked about, but I think is even probably a better route, is just using the power of Congress to limit the Supreme Court's jurisdiction. The fact that the Supreme Court is just literally getting into the minutia of detail of gun laws, of women's bodies, of environmental law, it's like they're just rewriting legislation across the country. Congress needs to say, no, 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 you don't get to do that. Here's the 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 the, the, the constraints. Here's the world that you can operate in. And we're writing laws saying that you can't operate in certain jurisdictions. It's just not okay. And then if the Supreme Court says, sorry, we say, no, nope, we're not listening to you. We as Congress, we the people have decided where you are you know, allowed to operate and not. And we should restrict their authority greatly. Now, remember, the right wing you know, in America are masters of projection. Everything they accuse the left of is something they are engaged in. So they have been masters of saying judicial activists, activist courts, when they are the most extremist activists in our nation's history, literally pulling shit out of their asses and rewriting major you know, aspects of the American, you know, legislative and legal system based on nothing out of fucking thin air. So they're going to, of course, you know, anything Democrats do that threatens the plutocratic white power structure, they're going to go ballistic. But you know what? Fuck them. Eventually, we have to take them on. And the left has been too, too weak and too, you know, conciliatory. And, you know, again, I'm not saying this is going to be easy, but that's the only way forward. After the break, I'll come back with the antidote. Situations, reality, what a concept. Nothing ever seems to stay in step. So today, here is a message for my sisters and brothers. Here are some things I want to cover. A woman strive for a better life. 
government can't come up with a decent housing plan. So she's in no man's land. It's a sucker who tells you you're equal. You don't need them. Johannesburg cries for freedom. We the people hold these truths to be self-evident. But there's no response from the president. Someone's living the good life tax-free. Cause some poor girl can't find a way to be cracked. And that's just part of the message I thought I had to send you. About the evil that men do. Okay, so the antidote for today is to help bury something that really gets on my nerves, and it is this. People who say Republicans and Democrats are the same. Don't let anyone get away with that in your presence or in your orbit any longer. It's fucking lazy, nonsensical, and stupid. Right? All six of the nut jobs on the Supreme Court are GOP-appointed. All six, the good justices, Kagan, Sotomayor, and Breyer, and now Katanji Brown, Democrats, right? Republicans are taking away women's rights, voting rights, saying unlimited money in politics, good, gerrymandering, good, taking away environmental regulations, the Clean Air Act that a Republican president signed into law, weakening gun regulations as this country is increasingly people are dying of gun violence and they're weakening gun regulations. The Democrats are doing the exact opposite of all this. The exact opposite. Democrats are not perfect, but that's not the fucking point. People who say Democrats and Republicans are the same are just lazy and ignorant, and we need to check them and push back on that. The final point I'll say is, please, if you ever have the urge to use the Uncle Tom Um, derogatory phrase, use the new updated one, Uncle Clarence. Because again, there is no bigger white supremacist in the country than Clarence Thomas. So that was kind of a hardcore episode. I think there's going to be a lot more hardcore episodes because that's the country we live in. It's not how I want it to be, but I deal with reality as it is, not how I wish it to be. So if you're enjoying the podcast, please share it with family, friends, and colleagues. Subscribe on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And I do want to be clear here that there's a lot of good in the world. There's a lot of good people in America, a lot to get involved with. So I'm not here to be despondent. I'm just here to, to you know, break down the harsh reality and get us, you know, our, our, our minds squarely in the game so that we can do good works. With that, everybody, I hope you have a great month of July. I'll be back in a couple weeks. And I uh, hope the summer's going well for you all. Stay, stay well, be safe, take care.